0: the problem with this team is they haven't i'm regimented on the 10 o'clock start here in the morning when's the last fucking 10 o'clock game we had six games ago i mean why is it this has to be the longest stretch where i'm not watching the vikings at 10 a.m and i run a schedule coffee do my walk do another walk get ebay handle i sit down at 9 45 i get into my mode and i watch the vikings at 10 a.m <laughs>
1: Back again, Dave, myself, Drew, and Ted are all here today. Ted, how's it going?
2: Not too bad. Enjoying my midweek day off, but you guys enjoy every day off because you were both retired. I'm glad Dave pointed out that he's Dave because I don't think people know by now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
0: How's it going, guys? Good.
1: Hey, it's for the podcast listening audience. Yeah, all eight of them. Oh, shit. Here we go with another week. Yes, another week. It is week 14 in the NFL, and the Minnesota Vikings will travel to the far northwest, home of rain and what? Starbucks? So.
2: Hippies. Don't forget hippies. Uh, Soundgarden.
1: Pearl Jam. Yep. Plenty of good bands. Heart. Heart. Mother fl- love mother love bone. And flying fish in the market up in Seattle. We're going to and the home team. of the sea chickens.
0: A team that's playing very well right now, I might add.
2: Yeah, what are they? Are seven and five? Or what are they? Seven and five.
0: Seven and five. Game ahead of us for the wild for the, the wild card spot. The first wild. Well, they got the first wild card spot right now.
1: And we're in the second wild card spot yep
0: yeah thanks to so washington all, losing
2: the philly
1: yes
0: after all after all this great season ahead of us we're we got the sixth best team in the nfc
1: <laughs> <laughs> drew you wanted to start out with but something we positive that.
0: i think we could jump right into the seahawks game
1: Seahawks again will be Monday night in primetime. Is there anything you guys are looking forward to or hoping to see in that game?
2: Yeah, a win would be nice. (laughs) What was that? I didn't catch that. A win. A victory.
0: Yes, you got some numbers, Ted? I mean, you got what are you throwing at us this week? Yeah, so here's the deal.
2: I you know, we were at the end of the our post game show we were talking about the offense and defense not really playing complimentary football um and the amount of times the vikings offense has gone three and out this year or less three three and out with a punt or or three and out or less with a turnover and so i've been looking it up and and i'm going to go i've kind of just got some preliminary numbers i'm going to do a more detailed post on uh on the daily norseman later but last year, near as I can tell by my count, the, uh, it threw 16 games. The Minnesota Vikings had 14 drives that went three and out or, or less with either a punt or a turnover. Uh, and in, of those 44 drives, there were only three games where they had back-to-back drives or more than two drives of that nature. You with me so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This year, through 12 games the Vikings have 42 drives of three and out with a punt or less than three plays with a turnover. Um, and in one, two, three, four, five games, they have consecutive drives of those, if if not more. And and the Vikings three times, they didn't do it. And last year, the Vikings did not do it after week five or, or their fifth game of the year at Chicago, that Monday night game, if we remember, where Sam Bradford right. came back, looked really ineffective. Right. And Case Kenum came in that didn't happen consecutive three and out drives in a game didn't happen after week five probably until the Philadelphia game. I didn't look at the postseason probably the Saints game too. Um, but but it's happened as recently as the Chicago game. Amazingly enough it, it only happened once against Green Bay and once against New England that I can I can remember but I got to go back and, and look at it again. So we're talking about complimentary football and I, I also want to go back and look at after those consecutive drives what did the defense do did they score did they hold did they get a turnover what so I'm still looking at it but that that number really jumped out at me so far
0: that is eye-opening dude that is man wow so the Vikings
2: need to not do that for for one (laughs) against the Seahawks on Monday night they really need to control the ball control the clock keep Russell Wilson off the field as much as possible and when they do finish a drive score a touchdown and not and not run Dan Bailey out there to go f- a 50-50 shot on a field goal.
1: Yeah, with Wiley showing up late. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, that that I can
0: kind of just compliment or piggyback on what Ted's talking about here. You gotta look at the beast that's in front of you. You got Seattle. This is one of the few teams in the league who actually uses the home field to its advantage. Seattle yeah. players play, they play better with that crazy 12th man. They do. And not there's not a lot of teams in the league that you know, a lot of times home field advantage is way overblown. They don't, you know, the, the away team doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But in Seattle, it is a big difference. And to, to to closely point to something that you just mentioned, the three and outs. The last three weeks, the Vikings have gone three and out on their opening offensive drive. The last three games. Uh, so right off the bat, you're going into Seattle. You have a lame ass three and out to start the game. You're already setting the tone. You're already in drudgery. Your defense is already going. All right, these guys suck. Your coaching staff's down. You know, you got it, the start of the game is the crucial point in this one for me. I think it's it, it is for all teams that go into Seattle. You can't be chasing the score at fourteen nothing down and let Russell Wilson get rolling. And the first drive of this game is a huge. It's huge when you go into Seattle. I mean, even if the Vikings, even they want to get a touchdown, sure you want to do that. Even if you could put up three, or even have a couple first downs to start the game that is a big difference to try to take that crowd down a notch at places like Seattle and the Vikings the last three weeks have come out and just have these absolutely horrible first drives offensively three and out three and out three and out every the last three games have been three and outs and you just you're not starting the I mean you're starting off in the bad with a bad vibe already I mean you can't do it I'd like I want to I think this all comes down to the opening drive of the game I mean you want to hook the whole game on it but you come back to Russell Wilson. He gets a touchdown. Then you go three and out. Punt it back, and they get a field goal. You're down ten nothing in Seattle. The crowd's kicking your ass. It already seems like it's over.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good point. It does very much and, so.
1: And that crowd will get into it if if they have the opportunity and they get loud. You
0: can't. The start of these Viking games is really a mind bender to me. And like why we always come out and sleepwalk through the first quarter. I think it puts us at a big disadvantage every week.
2: Especially when you're playing on the road. I mean, if you get down early at home, I, I think it's just maybe a play or two that can help turn the crowd around and in your favor, get a little adrenaline, a little momentum going. That happens against you on the road, and then it sort of feels like a snowball effect. And and oh, this, Vikings, this Vikings team, when that happens, man, it just feels like they're playing. It may be 10-0 on the scoreboard. But for a while, when it was – I think it was 10-0 against the Patriots, it felt like it was 28 to nothing. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Totally. To- even when it was 10-10,
0: to I felt like I was in the short end of the stick, like I was hanging on for dear life. And it's tied yeah. yeah. It's tied. I should be thinking, well – we, and, and,
1: and if we'd have made a field goal, we'd have been ahead by three.
0: got to start the game. I mean, even if you put together a couple first downs and you have to punt it from midfield, at least you're not – you know what I'm saying? It makes a difference. Momentum is something you gotta try to grab. And the why do the Vikings come out every week and seem like they have to ease into every game? Don't they seem like a team they were all sleeping 10 minutes before the game and somebody knocked on the door and went, All right, you guys ready? And they're all groggy. Yeah, yeah, we'll be right there. Last month or so it's felt that way. Yeah. It's like Definitely. getting the kid, it's like getting the kid out of bed to go to school. All right. <laughs> you have to keep going back in there every 15 minutes. You know, get up, get up. You know, they just I want to see him come out and like, have some, I don't just play better. I mean, come on. This is, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in this game. I mean, we haven't beaten any. Who have we beaten with a winning record? Nobody. You beat the Cardinals. You beat the 49ers. You beat the Lions. You beat, you know, the Jets. What good is all that? You hang, your hat on, hang your hat on that all day. Even the Eagles game wasn't that impressive. I mean, they're not that. They're not. What are they? Six and six. I mean. You gotta beat. The, this would be. You gotta have this game. You can't lose it if you want to have a chance for the postseason, especially the division.
2: No, you can't. If they lose it, well, let's, Drew, you mentioned you mentioned the playoffs. I did a playoff post on on the Daily Norseman this morning. Um, and, and in a vacuum, if the Vikings with with no other results factored in, if the Vikings win. Uh, Right now, they're at, I think, right at 60% chance to make the playoffs. After everything that's happened, they still have a better than even chance to go to the playoffs. If they beat Seattle, uh, those chances go up to 85. If they lose, it goes down to 44. Um, If the Vikes win and the Rams beat Chicago, uh, their chances to win the NFC North go up to – it becomes a 50-50 shot, where right now it's – I think it's like less than twenty percent. Yeah, this is this is a huge game, not only for uh, playoff seeding, but a chance to realistically host a game at home. There, I mean, the, the the first round buy is uh, I think they've got like less than a one percent chance to get a first round buy. That's that's not realistic. Uh, but but they could still they can still win the division if they can figure out a way to beat Seattle and the Rams, who are playing for a lot. The Rams are playing to clinch a first round buy this Sunday. So I don't think they're going to be resting anybody. I don't. And you the know, the so it's, it's the, big deal.
0: the Rams will beat the bears, but tell me, how am I supposed to have confidence and faith in this team to come out and start strong?
2: I mean, I'll... i on, on paper and the way they play so far, you shouldn't, but it, it always seems, and we sort of said this last week, but it, it still kind of holds true <laughs> about the time you count the Vikings out is when they start figuring things out and playing good football. So if it's going to happen, I mean, it, it, it has, it, it let's put it this way, it has to happen. Or, you know, everything else is just going to be a slog for the rest of the season. Slog it up! That doesn't do well
1: for those that have a contract expiring at the end of this season. You would expect them to at least step up and play,
2: and we're not seeing that. I mean, at, at other this point,
1: Anthony Harris, who's doing at this at this
2: point, if you're playing, money is money. I mean, and when you're talking about ridiculous sums of money in the NFL, I mean, yeah. maybe Anthony Barr, or whatever. But at this point, if you're not playing for pride and a chance to prove you're better than other other teams and the and better than the guy next to you, why are you playing? Right. I mean, I get the money, but, but, no, but uh, that but the money, but, but the money aspect is gone now. I mean, it's December. If right. if you if you need. If you need to, if you're playing because you're looking for a I don't want to get hurt, nobody wants to get hurt. But if you're looking to play because you're looking for the next contract, I I think maybe you might not be playing for the right reasons, but that's just me.
1: No, I right. agree. But we know that there are players that do just that. Now, are there any on the Vikings? We don't know. I mean, we won't know until we start hearing stories after the season. We hope not. We hope that they are mentally in it to win it, right? But we question that as fans when we get three weeks in a row of three and outs on that first drive. And I think think it affects. As you guys know, we got an email this week, and they were questioning, saying that not all players play for the love of the game. And we knew that was we correct with Khalil, and it's just again, if that's affecting the team, it still rolls down to leadership at that point, not only on the field for the team captains, but on the sideline. But I would put onus on the team captains
2: as well as to motivate these these players. Something they need to do something because they've they've come out and and gone through a zombie walk for the first half or the a oh. good part of the first quarter of the last what last month. Right mm-hmm. when football right right when it's getting to crunch time and it's and it's time to sink or swim, the Vikings seem to just think it's okay to tread water and, and we'll figure it out at the end. They're just disc- sec- disc- sec- disc- right, right. Come out. and throw the first punch for
0: once. Quit yes. Chasing, quit chasing the fucking score all the time. I mean Play like be the bully for a week. Let's see some, let's see some life out of this team. There's a disconnect going on. There's a lot more to what's going on, but that's not the that's why I didn't want to get into it too much earlier. This is this season. You know, it's we gotta look at what's ahead of us. There's something going on. The deep thing's not working out. And I think Zimmer knows it, but what are you gonna do? You have to play the games out. You have to try to do your best to win.
2: Yeah, you can't um, and you can't fire him at this point. I mean, I think that would just be cutting off your nose to spite your face. you you got to roll yeah. through the through the end of the season and then just kind of evaluate things later. But I I think it, yeah. firing him would do more harm than good right now. Right, right. And he can't be sitting in his office right
0: now worried about that. You know, he's got to be sitting in his
1: office. I disagree.
0: He's got to be sitting in his office looking at the Seattle game plan. That's all he needs to be doing. Uh,
1: well, he definitely needs to be looking at the Seattle game plan. But I disagree on the firing. If they go out and lay another egg Monday night, I would hope somebody would step up and say, nah, this ain't working. I gave you your chance. I counseled you the best way I could. I expected this. There's reports coming out in the press that you're doing whatever you want, no matter what I say. Why why the fuck wouldn't
0: you do that last week? Why the hell wouldn't you do that last week? You need a more poor showing offensively than last week. We had 10 drives. We scored on two of them. And on seven of those ten drives, we had twenty-seven yards or less on seven of the drives. I mean, what?
1: Because Zim, been, Zim it has, it has a history been. of showing loyalty to those that yeah. loyalty to him, and he'll only go so far. Well, it, you know, he's not going to get fired.
0: I don't think. I think pointed hand the Seah- the Seahawks' number one rushing def- uh, offense in the league. So you prepare that way.
2: They're pretty shitty at passing. So, oh, so um, so we're going to get. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, go throwing fifty times again in Seattle. No, no. I mean Seattle's run defense is only seventeenth in the league. Oh, okay.
0: They're middle of the road to third defense in the league. So, I'm talking about their offense. I mean,
2: oh, oh, my bad. You guys,
0: they are twenty sixth in passing. Let me throw this out there to you, Ted. Thielen and Diggs have 182 catches on the air. Our two top wide receivers, 182 catches.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seattle's two top wide receivers, which are Lockett and Baldwin, catches from their two wide receivers. A hundred. Wow. We have we have 182 catches between Diggs and Thielen. They have 81 between Lockett and Baldwin. Wow. I mean, that's the discrepancy. That's so. I mean, they only throw for 204 yards a game. But that that's kind of where we stand on the thing. <laughs> okay. So game planning should be a little, little easier from a standpoint of. You know they're going to try to rush the football since they run for 150. They're number one rushing offense in the league. So we're going to have to be stout on them. But they're not going to – you know, Russell Wilson's not going to put up 350 yards on you.
2: Yeah, but how much of that rushing, though, is is Russell Wilson, you know, breaking containment and just He's making a point?
0: He's dangerous. And do we, really, do we really defend
2: quarterbacks who run – Josh Allen killed us. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. not until they put a spy in there. I mean Trubisky, that was that was the key to beating the Bears in Chicago. Trubisky is, is if you if you put on a rush, which the Vikings did, they got they got Trubisky out of the pocket, but then, you know, the, the key is to get home and make the play. And I think five or six times he was able to break containment and get yards with his legs and keep a drive alive or score or whatever it was. And and if the Vikings allow that to happen against Seattle on Monday, I think it's gonna be a long night. And that's Uh, where
1: that's where it it comes into question. Why
0: the fuck are we letting them do it? They don't game plan.
1: They don't fucking game plan enough, the Vikings. And the Chicago game it took to the second half before they stuck a spy on Trubisky. Why stop him from that? And he didn't do anything in the second half, really, running the ball. No. Why,
0: Why not do that at the beginning of the game?
1: Fuck. I don't know if they anticipated him running that much.
0: How could you not? But you got Russell Wilson. The guy's been running for fucking years. If you're not ready to do that at the beginning of the game, you're not preparing your team enough. Right, you're right. So for Seattle, right. they should
1: from, you know, play one when Seattle's offense and Russell Wilson's out there. They should have a spy on Wilson. Fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, it's fucking frustrating.
2: Oh, it is. It's it's aggravating oh, lot. to watch. It's chewing like
0: <laughs> giving everybody a pass i'm not giving shit a pass anymore i'm not i'm not doing it you know the vikings have the same game plan every week even though we're playing a different team you can't have the same Yeah. where's the mismatches where's the mismatches you know we're
2: it feels like mike Zimmer on defense it feels like mike zimmer says this is what we're gonna do beat it right and then when when offenses do Then he sort of kind of adjusts from there as opposed to the opposite, which is making teams um, adjust their game plan based on what the Vikings are doing defensively. I don't think there's a whole lot of that going on.
0: It looks the same to me every week. Offensively, defensively, the game plans look the same. They look the same every week. And every week, every team's not the same. No. I mean, we're still sixth overall in defense. so. And Seattle's second in the league in takeaways. So there we go. You got the halt. you got the screaming home field, you got the scrambling ass running back or a quarterback, and you got a team that's plus eleven in turnovers. This is a brew that's that's being stirred up. That's not good right now. I'm telling you, it's not we're gonna be walking into a fucking buzzsaw if this team isn't prepared to play.
2: Yeah, Big, I agree.
0: Absolutely agree. 100 percent The Bears are number one in takeaways, Seattle's second. In Seattle. Seattle has their eye on that prize. Seattle the last three weeks have been dusting people. They almost see the light of that they're going in a different direction. Like, like Ted had mentioned, they're, the Vikings just seem to be slow walking through it all. So I don't know. We'll see.
1: What offensive game plan would you like to see, other than just a generic "let's win"? Do you want more focus on running? Do you want more focus on passing? Do you want more focus? On a mixture of the two, because the Vikings right now, I looked last week and then I saw something briefly this week. They're running a pass to run uh ratio of 60-some-odd percent, right? And clo- and they're number one. They pass the most out of any team in the league when it comes to ratio. Do you want to see that ratio get closer to 50-50? What do you guys want to see?
2: Ahead, I want Ted. balance. I want I want balance. I mean, when the Vikings run a balanced offense, they win the football game. Yeah, and and I, you know Dalvin Cook doesn't need to get 125 yards, but but one thing I didn't understand at all, and I, I wrote this in the stock market report. Dalvin Cook, first half, Dalvin Cook he had consecutive runs in the first half of like 31 and 18 yards. One came with seven and a half minutes left in the first quarter, which was the 32 yard 32 run yard I think run. it was, and his 18 yard run came a full 15 minutes of gameplay later with like seven minutes or eight minutes left in the second quarter. And it was, the running game was working. I, I, it it frustrates me when, when the Vikings can get three or four yards at a crack and they get very manageable down and distance situations. And then they decide for whatever reason to pass nine or 10 straight times. Right. Dance with what got you there. I mean, the Vikings, and I'm, I'm not saying this to discount the, the, the big play capability of Thielen and Diggs, but but if you can run the ball effectively, the safeties creep down a little bit, a step or two, and, and, and then it opens up the passing game a little bit more. And yeah, I, I think people say you got to pass to set up the run, but that's not working for the well. They're passing far too much. Um, the runs are not as effective as they could be. And I, I just, especially in that environment, if they can get an early lead by running the ball, mm-hmm. getting that crowd quiet, it it will bode well for them. It keeps the defense off the field. It keeps them rested. You know, you go you go three and out as many times as the Vikings do this year. Even the best defense is going to crack. And, and I, I think that's happened far too often. I, I I just it frustrates me to no end to watch the disparity disparity between the pass and the run this year. Did you go bum Phillips on us right there? The dance who with who brung you? Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Absolutely that is fucking beautiful. Bum Phillips. If you have Bum Phillips reference on the show, it's gold. <laughs> I love Bum Phillips. No, I agree with everything you're saying. It is frustrating. It is frustrating. And I think if you're running the football well,
1: keep running it. Yes. Don't stop. That's what was so weird about last week. Just, no, I can't remember.
0: I can't really. I'm really looking at those first two drives. Those are big for me. If we go three and out, three and out, we're talking butt pee for the finish of that one. Yep. It's not gonna end well. Can't chase the score in Seattle. Sure no. can't. Nope. Cannot. I got. I got some questions for you. When you guys are ready, let's go. Okay. I call this segment "Way or No Way," or either yes or no because that's basically all I can come up with. I'm not very creative. I'm not creative, guys. I kind of just go with the flow. Um, but I'll ask these, and you guys answer them. We'll flip-flop back and forth. So Dave will be the first to answer the first one. Do the Vikings rush for 100 yards this week? Way. No way. No way. Do the Vikings hold the Seahawks to 20 points or less?
2: Ted. No.
0: Way okay, back to Dave. how many sacks do the Vikings get on Russell Wilson this week?
2: Four one
0: okay And I thought so this segment's going well. Um, I didn't have a lot of questions. I got I got some seasonal questions I want to ask you here. Is D Filippo here next year? Part of this um, team.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know. I, I keep I keep hearing stories about D. Filippo being in the running for a head coaching job, but then I see his play calling. It's a head scratcher. I,
0: second calls for yes or no. Sorry. Yes. No. Cool. Okay. Dave says no. You guys disagree on a lot of stuff I like. That's how the game makes the game better. So it's almost like we scripted it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but we are. Want to let everybody know out there. We, as you can tell, we're not very professional. Is Zimmer here next year?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Do we make the playoffs this year? Yes. Yes. Now the last question in the book for this week. I probably should have made more questions. I want you to each give me two players who will not be wearing the purple and gold next year.
1: Bar number one.
0: Let's see. Uh, where's where am I putting your answers? Okay. Bar and Iloka. Bar and Iloka. Is he still on the team? Yes, he is. <laughs> Are we right. going to have one, one yeah. offense, one defense, or or does it matter? Any any two. You, it doesn't matter. Mike Remmers. But but hey, it doesn't matter. But if you give me Matt Weil, it's not really going to be good for the show because nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. I'm all right, going. Go ahead. Mike, Remmers, uh, and
2: Mike Remmers and Andrew Sendejo.
0: Mike Remmers and no,
2: uh, Mike Remmers and write this one down: Everson Griffin. Whoa! You can give me three. You can give me three. What was it? Remmers Sendejo. All, right. all right, Remmers Sendejo and Griff. Ooh, that is Cende- fucking Cende- woo!
1: Sandejo was a very good one. Yes, I don't think he's going to be gone either, and he's you want better. Me to than- add that to your list. No, because right, right. I, I want to get—I want three different ones. But if you Can want, there's got to be somebody else on the offense that we won't see next year. And you got, you got one left:
0: Barr, Iloka, and so you're going to go
1: offense. Going offense. Let's let's scroll down the uh you want a hot tank? How about Rudolph?
2: Ooh.
0: That's actually good knowledge. I like that pick. Um, not that I like it, but I think that could
1: happen. All right. That's my little segment. Any last word there, <laughs> Drew, as you play with your pen? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hopefully I'm not doing that Monday night playing with my pen in the third quarter. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, yeah. We have to win this game or we're not going to make the playoffs. I didn't ask myself any of these questions, but we're back to uh zero on the kicking, try to get a good game of kicking might come down to kicking this week. We just got to have it. We can't afford to lose this game. So it's a playoff game again. I mean, the Giants did us a favor, gave us a little bit of hope, but had Chicago won last week, we're probably already done.
1: So, Yeah, true. No excuse. What do you have to say, Ted? Uh,
2: you want a spicy hot take? Sure. Yeah. Kirk Cousins will have three turnovers. Oh, that worked. I, a combination yeah, I a combination of fumbles and interceptions and the Vikings will lose by 10 points. I'm, I'm rapidly losing faith in this team. Ouch. We have three turnovers, is that what you said? Kirk Cousins will have three turnovers.
0: That's hard to even argue that. Yeah, I don't have that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have either. I don't have a lot of faith in this team either right now and I don't see us winning this game. So send me all your hate mail, I can give a fuck less of being realistic. I don't feel good going into this game. I don't either.
1: Well, the teams are pretty even. The Seahawks are favored by three. And it's Monday night under the lights.
0: They're playing way better than we are right now, though, so you can't say we're even. Yep.
1: And playing Monday night under the lights, which Zimmer, I saw a stat this week, is I think one game above 500 when it comes to primetime games on his time in Minnesota. So... Or national games, I should say, not just primetime. Yeah! Games. And which isn't great. So we'll see. To wrap it up, Drew. Meow, meow. Viking cow. Meow,
2: meow. Ted. Uh, skull Vikes. Uh, I hope we win. I'm cheering for him. I, I may, not, may not be optimistic, but I'll, I'll be cheering to the to the bitter end of that. All
1: right. Cool, oh, everybody.